But in even better news. <gasps> news that you just got like 15, 20 minutes ago? It's, it's something minutes ago. I got, or we, we, my lovely wife and I, the most beautiful, wonderful person in my world with the most snazziest of socks. <laughs> We're accepted for our offer on our <gasps> house. We got a new house. We're going to get a new house. And it's so much better Yay! than this house. Yeah, I saw pictures of it, man. So it's a fucking much better. beautiful house. It's Congratulations gonna be, to the two of you. It's not like it's super huge. You know, it's only one story. Ugh, you fucking poor you know, garbage. You guys no, are I'm just poor saying, garbage. Like, it's not like we're buying a mansion here. It's just we're buying a house. It's just a nicer house. I stand by my word. You guys are poor garbage. The real garbage. The, the strange thing is that this house might be younger than my daughter. Oh, that's very true, <laughs> huh? <laughs> it's hard to tell exactly when the house was completed. When the house if, was conceived. Ooh. I'm sure you guys can knock that down for when she was conceived for you, but for the house, mm. that, that might be a little bit... A little bit more research needs to be done. Kind of hard to tell, but I'll look into that (laughs) and we'll uh, determine straightforwardly. In the meantime, how about we start episode 0157 I was skinny with Mike and Adam. How you doing today, man? You man. seem like you're in a great mood because well, we got this got house. A new house. We're going to move in October-ish, and my birthday comes up in October. What's happening in October? There's a big news for my birthday. Oh, my God. Why, oh, my God. How could this have happened? Oh, my God. Do you think... Okay, we talked to the chick at the Glass House who books the bands. Yes. Do you think that she did internet trolling research <laughs> on you and I yeah. and saw, hey... Adam's birthday is on October 10th. Mm-hmm. I can tell from his, his Facebook feed that he, he's, he's, he's really like into the this, Amity Affliction. The Amity Affliction band. Yeah. Um, why, why don't I just see if I can get them to be booked on Adam's birthday at Hello, the Glass House? Amity Affliction. Would you like to play at the Glass House on Adam's birthday? Sure. Oh, man. yes. <laughs> right then, mate. We just go, we, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do that. I'm just going to eat some Dingo Burger. Dingo Burger. <laughs> With some Miller Light, and I'm going to be drunk all the time because I'm from Australia. And then they probably watch Crocodile Dundee, and then they go on tour. For the with, tenth time that day, yeah. With Secrets. Secrets. Who Came we've seen. Like three enough. times in the past like, year and a half. <laughs> we've only seen them twice. Okay. It and feels like it's the been first like time we saw them was with Amity Affliction. Yes, at uh, the... House of Blues. House of Blues, in yeah. Anaheim in 2014. Mm-hmm. And also, who else was is going to be there? Chelsea Grin. Chelsea Grin, who Mike says... Garbage. Is basically a garbage poo-poo diaper band. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're kind of like... Very, I mean, if you're into them, that's cool. But like, uh, you know, <laughs> I have no beef with you. But <laughs> they're like, no Attila? Is that what you're trying to say? No, they're no Attila. I mean, they're not like... They're not trying to be like swaggy or want to be tough or anything they're, they're just like they're deathcore and there's only someone you could do a deathcore is it i killed the prom queen kind of deathcore or more intense not, than that not even as good as that no because at least i killed the prom queen like progressed as a band that's true chelsea grins just like <laughs> for six solid albums yep and a couple eps i think yep. it was <laughs> I will also well, be checking out the hardcore punk band Cruel Hand. Cruel Hand. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! They're from the East Coast, I believe. And then all also hardcore punk bands are from the East Coast. The plot 
In You. Yes. Which is interesting. Which name. is an interesting band. Yes. I started listening to them. That's basically founded by one dude. It's very bare toothy. Yes. Um, with, you know, there's there's no clean vocals really. Oh, but, until um, you get to like the second, oh, okay. third album. Um, the, the first EP is called The Wife Beater EP. Mm-hmm. And the intro is like, no stuff. No. Right. <laughs> so it's a concept that's, record. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, like the the lead singer like played all the instruments. Oh, he did on that, and I think he had I did a, not know that. a band for the first LP. Okay, but uh, not cool. the EP. So very Caleb Schmomo of him. Yeah, so, very cool. Um, and then I think that's it, right? That is it. Yeah. That's five bands, dude. Mm-hmm. Do we even need to show up until late in the evening? Well, we're definitely going to take a nap during secrets. So I don't think we're going to need to see that sh- that that set again. We can take a couple of uh, take laps. It back to- We'll take a couple of laps around, but hey, the, at least at the glass house, we know potential of uh, running into somebody we know from a mm. band. This time, this time it's you who's going to be the awkward guy. Right. <laughs> but I've, I've already met them once. Oh, that's true. At Warped Tour. Oh my God, remember me at Warped Tour? Oh, sorry, mate. We just met like you know thousands of people at Warped Tour. And I drank like 85,000 <laughs> beers since then. <laughs> I died twice. <laughs> <laughs> So that'd be fun. That'd oh be a really God. good birthday present to you, man. I know. And and you read today that Vice is opening for slaves at Chain Reaction. What? Like I think it's a Vice. Our Vice. Our Vice is opening for slaves at Chain Reaction. I don't know what day the show is on. Maybe if you want to do internet researching, because ah! I'm pretty sure I already looked up this show, and I'm, I think it was like a Monday. So there's okay. No, there's no way in hell that we'd be able to go to that. Oh. And it's like a Monday two weeks from now or something like oh, that. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I think Slaves is playing West Coast for their album, re- uh, right. album, uh, album release, release thing. So Vies. I just remember thinking, A, my wife would not give me clearance on that one. B, it was on a weekday, so my job wouldn't give me clearance on that one. <laughs> Fucking life. <laughs> As for my daughter, I don't know. She's up at 4.30 anyway. So. Well, your daughter would give you... Your, your, your daughter would give you permission to go. Yeah, I can come home and right when she wakes up, and she can go with. Why oh, my God. Go? Yeah, you're right. Literally just announced five hours ago yeah. as of this recording. They will be opening for slaves at Chain Reaction. Why do they keep opening for... for Amazing bands for that dance, we love? Gavin Dance-ish. Side project-ish. Okay, that's not totally just that. That's August 24th. What, what day is that? Uh, that's like a week after your birthday. So that is, is a week a after my birthday. That is a Monday, just like you said. Yes. God damn it. Damn it! Uh, so yeah, I think they play House. That would have been amazing. Oh, I think fuck. Slaves plays House of Blues, like with like on that Wednesday oh, yes. or something yeah. like that. In Anaheim. still, that'd be hard for both of us. Oh, to go anyway. it's, it's impossible. Fuck. Someday we will see Slaves. <laughs> <laughs> Someday we will own Slaves. But damn it! <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, yeah, check out our friends over the Melting Pod before we get started oh, yeah. with the show. We should How do about that. them? How about them Melt Potters? Those potters. I guess only only your uncensored reality this week. Reality, yes. Um, a very interesting discussion of race relations in America. And, uh, and if there is anyone who's an expert on race relations, it's Magic Mike. It's a white Republican guy from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know he's he's originally from the South. So, sure, sure. So he has the the right to feel that way about. Yes. Because, but his his good friends are in the rap community. Oh yeah, and they're, so he's they're, allowed. He's he's allowed. They're of African descent. <laughs> I'm not going to say they're African American because white people don't like when we use the term African American no, no. because 
that's not right. Drinking them white tears, man. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, check out all of our friends. Uh, that's the Dead Bedouins. Uh, Shit Rick Says, who apparently has some guests lined up for oh, his next yeah. uh, episode. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Beards and Booze, your Uncensored Reality, Maybe. Generation Oddcast. And of course, every Monday, you can check out, I'm, I'm going to say it once again, I'm going to stick my claim. This goddamn best show on the Melting Pod. I have goddamn to skinny with my sometimes hand. disagree with that. Oh, but it's always the dead Bedouins. I'm just thinking, <laughs> Rick, he's probably going to get Silverstein on his show. Fuck! And you know what? We didn't Damn get... Damn it, he's going to do it just to spite us. I know. Fuck you, Rick. He's like, fuck you. I'm from Toronto. They're from Toronto. They're probably on a break from tour right now. He's like, I just brought this band to me. Fuck you, Rick. I know. Oh, God, I love you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and get started with the show. Let's start with the feed. Mike, I already fed you tamales. You did. You need to be fed more. I need to feed you more information. Adam, how do I like to start each episode? With uh, my thumb in your butt? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I like to start each feed with an album announcement. Oh, okay. (laughs) Or and that. And that. (laughs) Tamales in your mouth, thumb in butt, and an album. (laughs) We usually don't have the microphones on when the thumb's up the ass. Oh, yes. Anyway. Uh, one of my favorite bands of uh, 2014, uh, one of my favorite albums of 2014, was Twin Forks, a self-titled oh. LP uh, by uh, Chris Caraba of of the Dashboard Confessional fame. And, and the luckiest chick in the entire world. Yeah. I don't know how she ended up in that band, but... Be attractive. And don't, don't be unattractive. Don't be unattractive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they and announced over on Facebook uh, just a couple days ago, uh, just letting you guys know, we're finished with about... 12 tracks for our new record. Cool. We can't wait for you to be able to hear this. I'm surprised. I really thought Twin Forks was just going to be a one-time thing, and he would go back and do his dashboard stuff. Yeah, I thought. I also thought that Chris, because Chris has his dashboard. He has, what's the name of the other man? Further Seems Further Forever, seems but forever. I think they're done. You think they're done? They, all they post is like stupid crap on Facebook. I don't yeah, think they're making the, music. Yeah, they, they're like, hey, knows? our guitar player just reached the ultimate score on Super Mario 3. Watch <laughs> the internet video doing that. By the way, check out Penny Black from 2012. It's a great album. <laughs> it's a great album. I, so I always thought that uh, Chris Caraba was going to go, like, you know, bounce between one band and another. You know, after Twin Forks, maybe go back to Dashboard. They haven't had an album since 2009. Holy crap, it's been that long? Yeah, it's been that long. And, uh, and, and then do some Further Scenes Forever up, right Tom. after that. And then maybe some more Twin Forks down the line. Because he has all these great projects, so why not Why not bounce between them? <laughs> Sorry. My wife, wife is, is here to distract us for the second week in a row. She's showing me pictures of a guy eating a corn dog. <laughs> a gif of somebody eating a corn dog. Okay. <laughs> it's very suggestive. <laughs> Can I just throw out oh there? But when do I get to talk about sports again on this show? That's up to you, man. You because okay, do you have a sports announcement? Well... Everybody who's friends with me on Facebook has been seeing that I've been posting the certain Cubs things been doing really about well. my uh, Chicago Cubs, yeah. who have uh, once again won again today mm-hmm. over the dreaded, hateful White Sox. Fuck. That's win number eight in a row. Uh, 14 out of 15. Uh, wow. That's pretty good. And I'm just saying, this team is exciting. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm not saying that they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying anything like that. But it's just... Exciting to have a good team for once. It was last year that Back to the Future predicted that they win. 2015, right? 2015 was when right? the Cubs were predicted to win the <gasps> Super Bowl or World Series. The Super Bowl, yes. <laughs> by Robert Zemeckis <gasps> and whoever wrote Back to the Future 2. But happen. it says that they beat Miami. 
And, oh, are uh, they already out? They, they can't beat Miami because Miami's in the National League. Oh. But what's funny is that when Back to the Future 2 was made, there was no team in that Florida. That was very Edna Krabappel of you, by the way. There, there was no baseball team in Florida when Back to the Future 2 was made. Oh, is that right? Let alone there be a Miami team. Did so. they did they have the name of the Miami team? In well, the, what Back they what they show in the hologram that's saying Cubs win World Series, against and then Miami. it says against Miami, but they show a alligator swinging a baseball bat. Oh, not so, quite a dolphin, not a marlin. Marlin, yeah, that's a dolphin. Yeah, that's football. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, I mean, yeah, everybody's being stupid and saying all this shit, but you know, I'm just happy that we got a team that's exciting to watch for once. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy for a band that uh, I kind of enjoy. They be kind of on and off. But oh, the yeah. We Came as Romans, <laughs> who kind of suffered a really severe album leak this yeah. year. Did like they know two that? months in advance. Did they know that their album leaked that early? Of course they did. They, <laughs> but they can't publicly say anything about it. I listened to this album before Warp Tour. Yes. And this album came out a month after Warp Tour started. Yes. Because we were in the know. We were, we were in the press. music industry, yes. And we, we uh, hey, it didn't seem to hurt their album sales. <laughs> no, but uh, this past week, um, uh, Dan Stevens is like, I think he's a screamer, right? Whatever. Sounds uh, good. The screamer of uh, the unclean vocalist of We Came as Romans shared on Instagram that their self-titled unclean. album number four hit uh, number eight on Billboard's top 200, number two on the hard rock charts, number two on Independent. And it was the number eight most streamed album on Spotify. Ooh, Congratulations to them amazing. for an album that's not that good. It's a six out of ten. It's not that good. It's a honorable mention uh, at best. Already, yeah. already since that. Already forgotten. Hey, I haven't even. Just go back and listen to Tracing Back Roots. Yeah, and then compare. Listen the to Tracing Back Roots four times instead of listening to their fourth album once. Ooh, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> How high did Tracing Back Roots go? Do you think that one didn't chart very well? I actually wanted to share the charts over here because I went oh, to Billboard okay. itself, and I have a bit of di- a bit of disparaging news. But wow. not, but we came as Romans four was actually peaked at eleven on Billboard. And that's the highest peak. Number eight was Tracing Back Roots, their last album that came out <laughs> in t- two thousand thirteen. <laughs> What? That doesn't make I don't, any yeah, sense. Yeah, so I, maybe he got whatsoever. his things mixed up, but still, 11 is not bad for an yeah. album that leaked two months ago. Exactly. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's some loyal fan bases right there. So congratulations yeah. to We Came As Romans making making the big boys, putting their big boy pants on. Oh, yeah. Big boy pants. One day they'll surpass Nelly. They're getting there. They're pretty close. <laughs> making Nelly numbers. <laughs> why, are we, why are we talking about Nelly? I don't know. Has he made an album in the last eight years? What's that? What was his one song? That is super it's getting hot in her. Oh, yeah, that's right. That but was like 2003. But he did have like a super famous song before that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the name of it. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. And it was all like STL Pride, which is like okay, anyone who's ever been to St. Louis, yeah, nobody's taking pride in that no. city. <laughs> We're getting out of here. <laughs> So you you take that Nelly fans. <laughs> if there's one thing that the skinny with Mike and Adam does, it shuts down Nelly fans. Yeah, and St. Louis for that matter. We got to take them down a notch. God damn it! <laughs> oh, this gets us pretty. Exciting. I actually forgot about this news. We shared this news a few months ago, but uh, the the Lonely Island finally started uh, filming their new untitled movie this past week. This should be interesting. Yeah, that's Since they're not busy making albums, they might as well make a movie. Yeah, when was the last but album? 2012, right? I believe it was 13. Was it 13? When, uh, oh shit, what was the name of that? In- not Incredibad. No, it wasn't Turtleneck. That was second. That was, yeah. I can't remember what the third Blah, was I don't called. have my iPod on me. Who knows? But it was a good album. It had, uh, 
Spring Yolo. Break. Yolo. Spring Break was always a great. Uh, Sex with a man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my aunt. <laughs> I fucked my aunt. And I, I fucked, fucked my aunt. aunt. <laughs> It's so stupid. Why somebody... did he pull out his dick and crush his favorite aunt? <laughs> <laughs> and then I fucked my aunt. <laughs> no, and then I fucked my mom's sister. That's what and I saying. fucked her sister. Oh, God. So ridiculous. I mean, so I the movie. Too. You know, see me writing songs about it. Oh, yes. Yeah, what do you think the movie's going to be about? Kind of well, like a biopic of them? done like a movie with them since Hot Rod, right? Yeah. But it wasn't Lonely Island. It was it was them. Lonely Island esque. I mean, yeah, everybody I was there. So. But this is the first one with the actual label. Mm-hmm. So hey, there's going to be music. I hope uh, Isla Fisher is in it, and uh, it'll be hilarious. Do, would, do you think it's going to be like kind of like a musical? Do you think it's going to oh, be yes. like a biopic? All a I know is musical? that about two thirds of the way through, they'll be mad at each other, and yes. they won't want to be friends anymore. Yeah, but they'll get back together again by the end of the through movie. The power of friendship. Well, they did all fucking alien, and that's how they got famous. <laughs> that's true, they did. That's one they of my did favorite all fucking songs. Alien. <laughs> you know, it'd be great oh, if it was famous. done like a mockumentary. That'd be great. That like, for an hour and a half. Final Tap, kind of. Hmm. Eh, no, you don't tough. think so. That's that. That seems to be too. Is that too obvious? Yeah. yeah. Obvious. Do you prefer like a biopic, something fictional? Yes. Scripted. Where they well, I mean, even in Spinal Tap, two thirds of the way through, they all hate each other, and the band breaks up. Well, yeah, because so, but they get back together through the power of friendship, and through the, they didn't fucking alien, and then their drummer bursts sponta- <laughs> spontaneous combustion. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> One of Mick many drummers. Shrimpton. <laughs> oh God, sorry, Spinal Tap tangent. All right, yeah. man. So I'm about to bring the mood down. If there's one thing that the skinny of Mike and Adam's good. Once we're on a good fucking mood, I'm about to bring it down. Bringing it down. All right, Drop man. The bass. So, the lead singer. Wall of Death. Wall of Death so now, man. we can do the breakdown. Anyway, the lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch, which oh is a God. band that's pretty awful. I was totally hoping that we would talk about this because I haven't read the articles, but I've seen plenty of headlines this week. Yeah, well, uh, Ivan Moody, who is the uh, lead singer of... <laughs> his name's Ivan Moody? Yeah, of a band called Five Finger Death Punch. Is his brother the original guitar player of Evanescence? Because his name uh-huh. was Ben Moody. And then he left the band because he was too moody. (laughs) (laughs) Adam made a pun. (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't the one that said it originally. I thought it, but when I said it to our old friend Amber, she said, because he was too moody. (laughs) Anyway, Ivan, tell us about Ivan. I noticed you're not friends with her anymore. Oh, no. (laughs) About two weeks before our wedding, we were no longer friends with her. Oh, that's awful. (laughs) Best woman. Oh, that's awful. Made of honor. It goes back a long way. I love wedding drama. God damn it. But even more drama, I love music drama. It's uh, uh, Ivan Moody, who's the lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch. He is in, uh, he got arrested this past Mm -hmm. week for uh, allegedly beating his wife. (laughs) I know, isn't domestic violence hilarious? (laughs) Oh, Elmo on Jon Snow's body. (laughs) (laughs) She took it like a wife, which ties in with the first EP from The Plot in You. Oh, that's right, yeah, wife beater. That's there right. you go. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so according to TMZ, who has this story first, uh, Holly Smith, who was Ivan Moody's wife, confronted Ivan in a Vegas hotel and accused him of infidelity after finding Ooh. texts 
on his phone from various women. <gasps> Text you know what that means? Women. She says she eventually went to sleep and woke up with <laughs> Ivan's arms around her neck, jujitsu style, mm. uh, in a submission like... hold. And then she, uh, then he, uh, she says that he repeatedly punched her and choked her with a blanket. Ooh. Moody was arrested for domestic violence, but the charges were dropped because true love. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Moody also made bail for fifteen thousand dollars. Last time Man. he was arrested, this he has a series of this. Last time he got arrested, he made he posted bail for fifteen thousand um, dollars. So he's got better a, than uh, a DUI in South Dakota. Uh, for once, we're not talking about uh, West Scantlin. <laughs> so the charges got dropped completely. Uh, yes, according Damn. to uh, TMZ. So that uh, sucks. So, um, but can they still like can the county press charges? You know, well, we'll even though to, she doesn't want to press charges, we'll have to get an update on that. However, it's in Nevada, it's in Vegas. Holly State, Holly Smith does has filed for divorce, and she is asking for some financial support. And Look, says drop that the Ivan, charges if you let us just get divorced. Yeah, no, blah, blah. Okay, she wants some money. Yes, she's asking for financial support and says Ivan has plenty of give, plenty to give. She says that the band banks around sixty six thousand dollars a month with his heavy metal act. <laughs> Which is a lot of money. That's pretty good. Pretty good. For I a thought you were going to say band. like $66 Which is probably what we came in Romans for like Rose in the month. Probably. So, hey, good for her. I hope they have kids so that she can get even more. Oh, of course. <laughs> so they can bear witness to this violence. Exactly. Because then their sons can grow up and do it to more women. Oh, of course. Because their how sons you... can grow up and be like in seven pink finger death punch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or seven... Oh, sorry. Never mind. Well, anyway. Come on. You're um, going to make it funny. I was going to say too something. Late. You said seven pinger. Oh, So fuck, I was going to say whatever. seven in the pink. Oh. Three in the stink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure their children will grow up to have great musical Very careers. healthy lives, too, because they grow up in stable environments. Of course. <laughs> and you Just like Chris Brown. Yeah. When you see domestic violence, you don't uh, perpetrate domestic violence ever. No, Chris Brown. No. Oh, he did punch somebody. Oh, right. oh yeah, he punched Rihanna <laughs> repeatedly, <laughs> and then she got back together with him because that's true love. Six years ago, man. Yeah, so it's we're gonna have to time. follow up on this one, and uh, I'm sure get over it, man. And I'm sure just like the West Scantland saga, this one, this, <laughs> this one will have a happy ending, and I'm sure. Man, does anybody really listen to Five Finger Death Punch? I guess if they're making sixty six thousand a month, oh, they're that making, they do yeah, have they, the splits between. Five band members and a bunch of crew and management. And That's true. That's like you come home with about not sixty six thousand. <laughs> well, that's sixty six thousand after and after dividends taxes. and everything like that. Okay. Well, good for him. Well, whatever. Well, our uh, our bassist Bug, who has his best friend Alex, is really into that band. Uh, Alex, yes. why was Brendan into them too? I don't know. Caleb Shomo's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but uh, if he is, I, I I suggest not inviting th- him to help you move. Hmm. I think I, I've seen him. Post he will on choke Facebook. all the women, and he'll, he'll choke all the women with a blanket. I think he posted on Facebook one morning. It's a five finger death punch kind of morning. Oh, and it said Alex likes this. Oh, <laughs> oh. I think anybody who's on his friends list who has a beard and a bald head yeah. clicked like. <laughs> oh my. Well, I think we need new friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love our friends. They're awesome. Oh, we have amazing but friends. But they're, they're never going to punch their wives. They're Yet? good people. They're good people. Until the next Five Finger Death Punch album. Alex is it. <laughs> Alex is an EMT now. So now he knows exactly where the choke. Oh, God. <laughs> he knows all the sensitive 
parts of the neck. And Brendan still works at Starbucks. So he knows how to poison you. Oh, my God. Ah. You know, he goes going to poison our pumpkin spice lattes. No! But then again, if you're married to the lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch, yeah. don't you expect to get punched at some point? Five fingers. At I least mean, five fingers. That's like their whole their whole thing is... Get out of my face! We're, we're going to punch you in the face if I don't like you. Yeah. And possibly I don't think you know your place! Is that real lyrics? Don't talk your pet with your shit! <laughs> I will never stand by a fight. You're singing Bite the Curve. No. Chew it up. Chew it up. The song is Bite the Curve. Blah! Anyway. Let's move on to some on the plate, uh, more drama. Hilarity. Hilarity. Well, we we've talked like about Warp Tour for the past two weeks and how weird Warp Tour has been. It's been the greatest of Warp Tours, drama wise. Drama wise, it has been. I mean, besides the slaves thing, there was also the uh, the the census fail, Attila feud, feud that went on there. Like, hey, I was waiting outside your bus, and your management said you weren't going to show. <laughs> I don't care, whatever, whatever. I love my life. I'm Attila. <laughs> well, one of the more severe kind of uh, uh, drama things uh, in- involved um, the acoustic artist who goes by the title Front, por- front Porch front porch, porch Step. step. Luckily, uh, it wasn't Onward, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I know. God damn it. We interviewed that guy. I know. Anyway, <laughs> but he probably knew about this because, yes, tell the story. Yes. Uh, Jake McElfish, who goes by the... Uh, who goes by the McElfish, yes. <laughs> Very Jewish name. Uh, <laughs> Scottish Jew. Scottish Jew. McElfish. <laughs> he goes by the name of Front Porch uh, Front Porch Step. He was supposed to uh, perform at the acoustic tent yes. uh, throughout, the, throughout the run of Warp Tour. Uh, well, apparently before Warp Tour started, um, he was acu- uh, some accusations came to light where he was uh, texting lewd comments and photos mm. to underage women, multiple mm. underage ladies uh, they came forward and uh they came forward with the accusations um and jake was was booted off of warp tour pretty much right pretty much right before it started mm. um but a couple of weeks into warp tour uh i can't remember what what show it was but it was the one of, in nashville yes because he's from nashville, nashville. That's right yeah they agreed to let him come and play his set he just showed in up nashville and he was on the set and the acoustic tent and he just showed up well, that wasn't without because you know this, this this story went public, so he had a bunch of hecklers uh, coming up to his show. Go rape some little girls. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. And that he, shouldn't be something you're telling somebody to do, really. <laughs> in, in all in all honesty, like yeah, even if somebody rape some, did rape some little girls, you don't tell okay. them. Go rape some more little girls. <laughs> okay, I was going to, but thanks for the permission. Like, I was trying to get my life back on track, but I guess I'll go back to raping girls. Uh, yeah, Jake bro. sent off a uh, uh, like a big old. Um, Statement regarding the whole situation, saying that he has sex addiction. He's, he's a sex addict, mm. um, and things like that. And he's he he he's gone. He's since gone through therapy to try to uh, to try to correct the situation or whatever. And it seems like he was trying to cover his ass. Something I read there said that this would be part of his therapy. His therapy to playing the be show. able yeah. be able to show up and maybe not have sex with young girls. <laughs> like, it, but the day the day is young. You gotta you gotta expose yourself to those high anxiety situations <laughs> to develop mastery over them. So if you can look at a 14-year-old and 
only like, become mildly aroused. I don't want to send you pictures of my dick. <laughs> I'm finally there. I'm finally there, but I'm not going to. Yes, I want to, but I'm not going to. There you go. <laughs> we call it, we call it exposure therapy. Uh, so yeah, so that so that that um that negative press brought a lot of attention negative attention to Warp Tour. Had a lot of protesters, of course, and he was booted off Warp so Tour once guess again. What is the best news that come out of this for next year, Mike? Well, I'm not there yet. Okay, we're not there yet. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm excited. <laughs> yes, yeah, so not only that, there was also the slaves thing. So we, I, I think, we just briefly mentioned it if again. They, they need to pay their staff. They yeah. need <laughs> Warp Tour needs to pay their staff, and I'm not going to bend on this. There's okay. too many slaves that fought for their freedom. There's five oh, slaves. Oh, the band slaves. Yeah, the band slaves. Anyway, <laughs> there's the whole there's the whole drama with uh, Johnny Craig, uh, who allegedly uh, sexually harassed the merch girl. Uh, the merch girl also stated that the, she didn't feel sexually harassed in a right. statement, but people have been very angry at it. And they and then Kevin Lehman, the the master of Warp Tour, set up a town hall meeting. Yes, and uh, got slaves booted off Warp Tour. Which yes, they were voted off. Voted off of Warp Tour. That's right. Haven't the slaves been I through know. enough? All this Confederate flag controversy this year, Ferguson riots, Baltimore. Yeah. So once again, more for a negative band attention. full of white people. <laughs> it's, it's really sad. They had a black bassist before he left the band. Until they kicked him out. Before he was sold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so that uh, that again brought more negative attention to Warp Tour. Uh, uh, you know, that, that's that, that for for a nationally. Uh, for you know, for a national road show, mm-hmm. this is this is more stuff that doesn't need to be happening. Right. And then, of course, there's the whole um, there's the whole homophobia thing with uh, uh, Buddy Nielsen of Senses Fail, right? And, and uh, Frontzilla and Tilla. Yeah. And um, luckily, this got us to have a Slaves album much earlier than we thought, so that kind of helped. It's coming out this Friday, yay! The twenty first. I'm excited. I'm really but excited about it. But if that. they had stayed on Warp Tour all summer, then we wouldn't have that album till September. That's true. Yeah, It'd just be one more. Album for September. Oh God damn it! Uh, anyway, uh, all this um, <laughs> le- sold. Because <laughs> bass players are like they're they're bought and sold a lot. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody cares about bass players exactly. except for you and me. Right. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, uh, so this leads to um, an article, uh, an, an interview actually uh, with the Stranger, which I think is some sort of mm. like online magazine. Stranger in the, the stranger. tub. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, the stranger is uh, 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 who, who is uh, Adrian Adrian Sursa, uh interviewed uh, Kevin Lehman, who is of course like I, like I mentioned the 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 headmaster, the president and CEO president of Warp Tour, of Warp Tour, the founder of Warp Tour years. for its entire run, and it's we been, got to stand next to him when we were there while he ordered the parents. To stand in line. To make their own line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he always seems like a nice guy. He's really well-spoken and stuff like that. You know, he, he makes mistakes just like everybody else does. Uh, but they interviewed him, and they talked about all the negative press that Warp Tour was getting. And, and apparently and he, the, the low ticket sales this year. Really? I read something about that, too. Like, this was definitely the lowest uh, attended year than any previous year. Oh, that's interesting. Because I know. Well, every year, Warp Tour gets packed and packed. Well, I know the, in, the, in the year we just went to, the, uh, in, the, in the show we went to just this past, it seemed like that was it way more packed, people. But I don't think there was more people. I don't think there was. No. Yeah. Maybe anyway, maybe because they maybe because they compacting the tents a little bit more. Maybe it's because sleeping with sirens wasn't there. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they to draw all the crowd. We're falling in like, reverse. All of them, yeah. <laughs> all of them all at once. Um. So, um. Adrian asked 
pal Kevin, you know, in the is it, it it's possible that the drama that transpired that transpired this year was a wake up call rather than a sign of a disaster because, like you said, I guess the low ticket sales and all the negative press. Uh, but you know, Kevin Lehman stated, uh, you know, I'm already working on Warp Tour for next year, and yes. you know what? There are things that need to be fixed. The community needs to fix what due process is, uh, what judicial systems are, and we had to stop putting false information on the internet. I don't know what he's referring to. Uh, slow down the social false media. False information blur. on the internet. I don't know what he's referring to on that. Hmm. Uh, slow down the mo- social media blur. Uh, none of you are retaining. People can't retain the name of the band and the song they they play. Brains have turned. Well, this is the fucking problem with having like eighty bands. Thank you, or Kevin. Over a hundred bands on your tour. It's like I I worked my ass off to to absorb as many bands as I possibly could. And yeah, I can't, I'm listening to a song and I'm like, I know this song, but, I can't but what's the name of it? it? I have no idea. What album is it on? I have no idea. Thanks Kevin. But I like this song. Yeah. So that's all that mattered. So anyway, that was anyway, my, yeah, so, uh, my soapbox. Pe- brains, <laughs> brains have turned into spaghetti sleeve, whatever. Uh, spaghetti sleeve. That's what he says. <laughs> as I like to say, shit just flows through them all the time. Nothing's sticking except for a little bit of crust off the sides. We're going to have a slow. We're going to have to slow down technology. We're going to have to slow it down so it means something. I don't know, he kind of went on a weird tangent, but the most important thing uh, when he's talking about how to make how do we, how do we make warp tour safer? How do we make uh, the tour itself more stable so there's not much drama? Mm. Uh, so I guess the first thing that popped in his head, Kevin says, next year. We're going to have no kids on the tour. Yes! It's going to be... This is fucking awesome! Well, it's going to be really <laughs> tough if you want to be on the tour and you are 21 and under. Whether that's the artist, crew, anyone. Uh, Including the audience, right? I fucking hope so. <laughs> yes! Oh my god. I, would, the, the Pierce majority. the Veil crowd would drop by 75%, I'm sure. <laughs> There'd be seven people watching Pierce the Veil. <laughs> and it would be you and me watching Amity Affliction. That's probably. right. There we go. That's not going <laughs> like, to happen, though. Woo! That is not going to happen. With Great me. job, guys. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, Buddy Nielsen's also on this interview, but he talks about how, like, you know, there's a lot of big personalities. Some people like to talk about politics, and that upsets other bands. See so, you know, things like that. So there's a lot of there's a lot of internal. Um, you, see, you know, when you get a bunch of personalities like that, especially people who are very outspoken, like lead singers, people who are bit. very extroverted and A type. Uh, uh, it's, it's 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 easy to have a bunch of friction sometimes. Narcissistic. Yeah, but the, I guess what we want to talk about this for this show is what's up with that uh, age limit there, Kevin? Whoa, this is big about? news because yeah, Mike and I looked around, and sure, there's like. I mean, you're not going to stop having attractive teenagers, you know, ever. So, um, 14 year olds are women's peak, <laughs> the peak of women. But you know, uh, and but hold on before we before we continue, uh, Alternative Press also caught up with Kevin Lehman and asked him about the the 21 and old 21 and older uh, age limit. And uh, Kevin said Kevin stated on Twitter once again misquoted said I would take a hard look at bands and crew. Being under twenty one, no age limit at the show. Okay. So the show okay. itself. So I guess people misquoted him. It's like, well, so if you're a teenager, you can't buy a ticket. And like, no, right. no, I mean, that, that's never going to happen because the majority of people who go to Warped Tour are twenty one. I know. Younger, so I know, but that would be great if they weren't. That'd be There's, fucking amazing. They'd be all standing outside in the parking lot. Guys, <laughs> oh, what, what, can you can you tell Kellen to look at me, <laughs> Kellen? 
Then he wouldn't have like a bunch of girls chasing after Vic Fuentes <laughs> as true. he walks down. Oh the... my god, that was cringy Ugh. watching that happen. They were all ridiculously chasing him. You're like and a quarter was... of the line that we were standing in for the Emily Oh, the fiction. fucking YouTubers. They oh, yeah, had to go YouTubers. too. Yeah. There's no point to having YouTubers there. This was the first year with the YouTubers. Yeah. And second year actually. I was reading someone else's article that it was, you know, three football fields long of people waiting to talk to the YouTubers. Like, why? I don't why? get that. Like, hey, these people interview the bands that I like, so I'm going to go stand in line for three hours. These are our modern-day celebrities, I, I mean, guess, that's, for these kids. You yeah. and I might as well be at that level. Yes. Someday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're blog spotters. <laughs> we get our... The blog spot tent. <laughs> so if you guys want to meet Mike and Adam, we'll be at the blog spot tent at 2, at 2 p.m. Uh, don't worry. The line will not be that long. <laughs> And no, we don't know where the bathroom is, so stop asking us. <laughs> anyway. Um I thought that would be a great idea because uh for at least for so for at least crew and bands, mm-hmm. no one under twenty one. Which so, makes sense because even when these bands are playing in bars, yeah. Like you can't have people under twenty one. That's true. So do we wanna do we wanna adopt bands. that mentality though? I mean is that is that the solution? I mean let's look at let's look at uh front porch step. That guy's over 21 i know he's just a, he's just a fucking pedo pedo yeah well I, I don't think putting an age limit is gonna solve the, is, is solve the problem there's probably a reason behind that yeah because there's like a whole legal thing when somebody's younger and then it's like their if their parents get mad about something that happens to them while they're on tour then they can sue kevin lehman i guess so. for that yeah but that, so, that, that, that that would be if they're under and there's 18, also though. so so much Legal going on with underage drinking, and you know mm. that those kids are and they, are drinking a lot. That's right, and they started putting it in a beer garden like five years ago. Right, but I meant on the behind the backstage oh, area. Sure. Yeah. There's tons of underage kids back there, like 18 to 20 year olds that are probably drinking a lot. <gasps> alcohol. And then Kevin Lehman is ultimately responsible if something happens to that kid. How many then, times do you think Kevin Lehman has been sued? Probably his whole a life? lot. At least in the last 20 years. I would imagine he must, a get few like a, times. he must get like a dozen lawsuits each year after Warped Tour, and they probably get dropped. Of course, I don't. I don't know if he pays them off. I probably not. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think that would be the only thing, and maybe that happened a lot more this time, where the parents were like, "Stop letting my my son, who's only nineteen, drink to passing out every night." Yeah, that's true. And then like <laughs> he has to fly home to Australia and his band, the Amity Affliction. <laughs> Hey, those guys are all in their late 20s. Yeah. <laughs> it's all their choice for liver damage. <laughs> yep. And I can't wait to watch them slowly spiral. Liver damage is a choice. <laughs> I hope it doesn't affect their music, and I hope that they can live long enough. But, man, uh, just watching them on stage at the APMAs oh, yeah. was so awful. Yeah. Uh, They're not exactly the most charismatic people. It's because they were totally wasted. That's true. All of those people were not charismatic because they were totally <laughs> wasted. That's what happens. At least you get the the VMA people with the MTV. Yeah. Like, they're not totally wasted when they go out there and be like, all right, guys, it's the best dance R&B <laughs> video coming out right here, yo. Anyway. Yeah. Soapbox off. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think this is this is going to solve anything besides, like, legal troubles? Because it seems it's, like what he's talking about is for the is for the drama and all the negative all press. It's all the backstage stuff. It has nothing to do with, with the normal folks like us. Yeah. We'll show up and see Ronnie Radke next year and... Um, I don't know whoever else was at Warped Tour last year who yeah. wasn't there this year. A Skylar Drive will be there next year. Oh yeah, that's true. They had a new <laughs> album too. Yeah. And I don't think it'll affect us much, but I just hope that we can still get our 
our press, our press yeah. money, and uh, <laughs> hopefully interview more than just one artist who are all over twenty one apparently. Of course, yeah. So, so yeah, um, this is a weird, and I don't know if he's going to follow through with this, but I don't. I, I, at least personally, for me, I don't think that's going to solve the problem. But how many bands are we listening to where everybody's still under twenty one? That's a good question. I mean, how many of these bands actually have members who are under twenty one? I can understand crew, maybe. Yeah, crew having having crew members that are under twenty one for some of these bands. But again, I think you're just talking about like the legal stuff. So I don't think that's what he's referring, which I'm sure helps, but I don't think. That's what he's referring to. I think he's talking about like all the like the front porch steps and the slaves and mm. the and, and well, the Attila why, versus Census fail that happens every year. That's why I thought it would be good to ban underage kids from going because then you don't have the yeah. temptation of them. <laughs> like I didn't know she was fourteen. Oh, like, that kind of stuff. I met her at Warp Tour, and now if everyone has to be twenty-one, then yeah. everybody's over twenty-one. Yeah, you There's a, plenty of twenty-one-year-olds that you can have sex with. They don't have to be fourteen. <laughs> yeah, if you send your if you send a picture of your dick to a twenty-one-year-old, then it's just normal harassment. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and she probably has a job. Yeah, <laughs> and is not still in high what? school. <laughs> but I was totally thinking about the fact that most of these guys who are artisty type, yeah. when they were fourteen, fifteen, they weren't out there banging a bunch of chicks. They were like hmm. introverted, learning their craft, like 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 playing guitar in their room all the time. Yeah. They missed out on the whole hooking up with 14 and 15-year-olds uh-huh. crowd. So now that they're like 21, 22, they have that draw to that still because they're still kind of mentally there. Yeah, mentally. Teenage. When you're around teenagers all the time, I'm sure it's easy to put yourself in yes. that mindset. You know, Because you can't deny that some of them are attractive. Like Some I said, fourteen-year-olds have... are the peak of womanhood. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching the show Another Period last night. They said uh, eleven was the peak. Eleven of... <laughs> was the peak. <laughs> a woman's sexual peak. Holy of 11. shit! Oh my god! So that show's I think, awesome. I like that show. Like they 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 turned to music because mm-hmm. they were so unlucky with the chicks at that age. I will get but all the ladies. They got said a little mentally stuck there, yeah. and still attracted to that demographic yeah so some like the front porch step guy don't know how to turn not that say off. no yeah. yeah um and to be like hey are you 18 okay now i'm gonna send you my dick yeah like you gotta ask that question first. are you 18 yeah oh too old too old <laughs> you are wrinkled and oh get out of your grandma you uh, must have varicose veins you uh, bitch do you have a younger sister <laughs> <laughs> do you have a granddaughter or something i can hit on <laughs> but that's my my logic on that. Yeah, and I'm sure these things have come up in the 21 years. Yeah. that Kevin Lehman has been doing. You this. know, in the short time that we were around, like a bunch of musicians. I mean, that makes sense because because remember did. there were some attractive 14 year olds and 15 year olds that we were hanging out with. That's true. Some of them dated base the bases of our bass players, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. some of them Mike would have uh, gladly gone further with if she had been 18, right? No. Eleven. Eleven. Peak of womanhood. It was too old. I'm sorry. Sexual peak. <laughs> um, but uh, they're, the, the, they travel around there, and they're very, like, starry-eyed about musicians. Oh, yeah, yeah. And very vulnerable. And, uh, yeah, easy to manipulate. Do you think Do you think your penis. going forward, even if Kevin Lehman does go forward with his 21 and older, older, at least for the crew and bands, like, do you think that would make anything... Do you think that would change at all, like the the tour? Like, I think he needs to. No, no. I think most of the bands that we enjoy are 
post high school. Yeah. Do you think what 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 do you think is going to solve this warp tour problem? To have nobody under twenty one allowed to go to warp tour. <laughs> you just said no. <laughs> oh, going to warp tour. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think I think they need to scale back. Warped I think tour. it won't affect us if it's just band and crew because none of the bands we're interested in are yeah, like true. eighteen years old. Yeah, just because they're fan bases, just because they're fan bases doesn't mean that the, you know, the bands themselves aren't going to be that, that you know, that demographic. Right, and I would totally be fine with not having teenagers at the shows with us. Yeah, that would be cool with me, um, because they don't get it. As I've talked to several of them post Warp Tour, all of them were just like, "Oh, Attila, blah blah blah, pierce the veil," and that was it yeah so they don't get it like the pit, wait, at, the pit at Attila was so sick it was so sick and they played a song called called Blah! what was it like fuck my kiss or <laughs> suck my, my kiss fuck or something like I think that suck my fuck i think yeah uh fuck my suck yeah <laughs> this fucking sucks that's, that's basically what it should have been <laughs> that's called. what every attila song is called <laughs> um so yeah i'd be fine with getting rid of that he said something along the lines of watered down limp biscuit Oh, like a band that sounds yeah, Buddy like water- Nielsen said that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, oh, Buddy Nielsen said. Yeah, that. Buddy Nielsen mentioned that uh, you know if if Warped Tour is going to have a bunch of bands that are just a bunch of watered down Limp Biscuits and Nickelbacks, and that's what the kids want, then that's what Warped Tour is going to be. Yes. Yeah, because they were, they were also talking about how Warped Tour has changed during the year. Mm-hmm. I think Warped Tour has just gotten right now. I mean, I think this is the year. Maybe it was last year, where it's getting too big now. I think we need to. I think so- they need to scale it back at least a third. If not half of like the bands. from 80 bands down to, I say 30 bands. 30 or 40 that would, would be make great. more sense. Yeah. Um, Just like Comic-Con. Comic-Con's way too big. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to have that many bands there. It's just... Yeah. And I think the more bands, the more drama. So if we scale it back a little bit, I mean, not only is it going to be easier to manage, and yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, not only is it going to be easier to manage, but then you don't run the risk of all these personalities getting together fighting with one another there will another. be plenty of that with 30 bands i can only There'll imagine still be that but with like 80 a, bands yeah. it's like it's like that times three yeah exactly <laughs> so i mean yeah scale it back man warp tour is getting weight it's, it's getting to the point where it's almost not fun i'm i had, I had fun i had fun too but like it's <laughs> almost not fun i can imagine i can imagine if we were there not as press and trying to deal with that, how the crowd gets bigger and bigger. The shit, the bet. set times get shorter and shorter. Right. I bet and Mark Hoppus is spinning in his grave. <laughs> Mark Hoppus is spinning in his <laughs> non-grave. <laughs> um, yeah, Tim Micklerath is very disappointed. Eminem yeah. is disappointed in Warped Tour. Katy, Katy Perry, Perry. They were b- both on Warped Tour, oddly For enough, some back reason. in the day. Uh, <laughs> Eminem much further back in the day yeah. before he got famous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I would be totally fine with that. doesn't mean... I mean, I spent a lot of time to uh, bring in, what, 14 bands total yeah. out of 80. <laughs> there was no way I could have possibly reached that level. Yeah. And that was with bands that I had I was already familiar with mm-hmm. thrown into that 14. Yeah. I had to throw – I threw on like bands, seven or eight The bands extras. you have heard of. Right. <laughs> um, and that was because I didn't want to be bored. And yeah. it turned out that I wasn't bored at all because we had a lot to, of work to do. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but, which kind of sucked because I spent a lot of time absorbing bands. But yeah. I'm, happy, I'm happier for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bring it down a little bit. I don't know. It doesn't need to be a, a you know, like a one day thing like Taste of Chaos. Yeah, it, it, they, 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 I think they want it to be like a traveling Coachella. 
and and and, oh and, and fucking Coachella is like what 120 fucking acts in three days. Yes, fuck. I, I can't keep track. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. Keep it. But someday we will be lucky enough to get Not Fest as a traveling festival. Oh lord. Oh yeah. Then, they, did, they did just announce that that Not Fest is they want Not Fest to be a national. Hopefully tour. all of the shitty bands from Warped Tour <laughs> will just go to Not Fest. Oh please. Oh fucking please. Wouldn't that be great except that Bring Me no the Horizon more. is oh, on Not Fest this right. year. Fuck. So that really sucks cause, And they're on a major label now so they would yeah. make much more sense. And they're like way Fest. down at the bottom, which is crazy for know, a band can, that's going to be see their font. It's going to be number 1 in September. Yeah. Um so anyway. Um I, I think that that would be that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, and take Attila and all of them over there. Yeah, because work tour take yeah. garbage. Unfortunately, bless the fall will be there every year, as Bo has continued. Oh, yeah, that's to right. <laughs> Warp tour is my life. <laughs> you you could take a year off, Bo. It's fine. <laughs> We've heard these songs. <laughs> I think they weren't there in fourteen. Right? No, they weren't for yes. once. <laughs> but we they they were on a whole different tour with Chiodos. Yes, they were, which we did see. We did see that yeah. one. So, anyway. so we got our yearly dose of bless up all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see some changes for the better. But hey, yeah. if it opens us up to getting more bands like Onward, etc. Yeah. I would love to absorb more of the acoustic tent stuff oh, yeah, that aren't pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> Onward, etc. was definitely a pleasant surprise oh my for this God. year. By the way, check out Onward, etc. Song or On from 2014. Great album. I know. And we and interviewed Roscoe. Yeah, and he's uh, going on his own tour now. He posted yeah. today. He got a new stand he got a new stand up bassist recently. Oh too. man, I want to see his band live so badly. You want to play in his band. Roscoe, live. please come to our town. Come to the glass house. And uh Adam's a drummer. I'm a drummer. I can fill in. Yeah. At the glass house. Why exactly. not? Do it. <laughs> I can go on tour with you. I have no other responsibilities <laughs> in my world. Right. Besides At least from Thursday night to Sunday <laughs> to Sunday night, right? Oh, that'd be so much yeah. fun. So, That's yeah. the greatest thing is like we've, we've made these connections with these bands. Yeah. Like now when they come back around, like we could. Hey, if, Roscoe. If freaking Vise wasn't playing on a Monday night, we oh could so God, be there and we talk to Vise again. Talk to the rest of them. Anyway. Yeah. I can stop whining. This isn't the podcast about whining. This is the podcast about getting shit done. Damn right. <laughs> Listening to music. Yeah. Don, what do you think about this? It's all right. There you have it, folks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, man. So we're gonna sound off, uh, end up this episode, uh, and re- yeah, I know you got two albums from Man Overboard. You want to get to? Oh yeah. And I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on that. But uh, I got really quick news. I just kind of came across this uh, while I was dicking around on the internet. Is that the Lion King? No, it's not. It is it the sequel like to the Lion King. Ooh. You don't want to see anything I'm dicking around with the internet? You not you, you can't handle it. Well, now we know what? that he watches Lion King porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lion King. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tentacles! Lion Maximus. King is actually Sorry. my favorite Disney movie of all time. Still, oh, it's, it's it's a flawless. Other than two voice actors, it's a flawless film. Which ones? Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Simba. But he's so dreamy in 1994. <laughs> yeah, he plays he sure the was. kid. Yeah, I know. That's only kid like twenty minutes of never movie. ever use kids as actors. They're the worst. They always do that. No, don't do that. They're the worst. Anyway, <laughs> for acting period. Anyway, uh, front uh, porch step. <laughs> I think uh, I think a couple of years after the Lion King, they had a, it had a sequel called Lion King Two: Simba's Pride. Shit movie. 
Anyway, <laughs> now um, well. how, however many years later, I think this is like, how, yeah, however many, how many how many years ago? When did Lion King come out? Lion 96? King was ninety four. Ninety four. So twenty two years later. Oh God, twenty one. Twenty one. I guess. Do your math. Well, 20, 2006, 2016 is when uh, the lion the lion guard. Return what? of the Roar what? <laughs> is the new Disney Channel. It's going to start as a movie, and it's going to be a Disney Channel oh show, God. which is a sequel, which is one of the, which is another sequel to The Lion King. It is going to be following Simba's son, Keon? Simba and Nala's second Keon? child, Keon, which they Our had a friend first. Adrian's wife? Keon? This is K-I-O-N, not oh. Keon. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. therefore, it's... Not, no, it's not, not a about, girl. <laughs> not a it's not about our former bassist wife. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's apparently about his... Kyan. Uh, it might be Kyan, like for lion, but with a K. I bet it's K-I-O-N. Right, like lion. Kion. Lion. lion is L-I-O-N. Well, Adam, you're just going to have to tune in God. 2016 to the Lion Guard and figure out your... Well, they have a little clip. I watch the showed. Disney Channel quite often these days. Yeah. Doc McStuffins. There is Doc no peace and quiet. There is only Doc McStuffins. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> anyway, oh, so that um, fucking song. I'll be kind of interested to see this. I mean, Lion King, I love Lion, Lion King too with shit. Uh, but you know, I I don't expect this to be very good. But I don't out of respect to the Lion King, I'll check it out. Is James Earl Jones in it? Hey, James Earl Jones is in this. Oh actually. my god, he's gonna what? He's gonna play the spirit of Mufasa. Well, spoiler yeah. alert: Mufasa dies on Lion King. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. I hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> this is CNN. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, just really quick. Revenge my death, Simba. <laughs> Revenge <Anyway>. my death? <laughs> doesn't, wasn't... doesn't he say that? He says, he says, remember who you are. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you are my son and the one true king. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Over there in the Didn't dark Didn't Obi-Wan area. tell you? <laughs> yep. I am your father. <laughs> This is CNN. <laughs> this is CNN. <laughs> James Earl Jones was in Field of Dreams. He was. He doesn't have any memorable lines from that movie. No. I can't remember any. He's not even like that renowned as an actor. He's just more He's just more famous for his voice. I think he was in stuff in the 80s that he was like renowned Field for. Like Field of Dreams. He was in stuff after that. He played He played the, the old man with the dog in The Sandlot. Remember? No, oh, wait. Mike never lived that part of childhood. I saw the playing, Sandlot playing baseball <laughs> as a, as a wee lad. But I saw the Sandlot. Oh, okay, I don't remember James Earl Jones as the old man with the when, dog. When they finally, <laughs> when they finally get over the fence to get their their Babe Ruth ball. Oh, and, and okay. James Earl Jones is the is blind. Yeah, and yeah. He's the one that owns the dog. That they're this all scared. This is CNN. <laughs> Does he just like, go around saying that? He's like, "Where's my dog?" <laughs> I don't know. What he says. <laughs> 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 I can't remember. It's been years since I saw that movie. Hey, hey, you're peeking my microphone. They go over the fence. They outrun the dog. The dog does not kill them because, you know, he's not a monster. He's nice dog. They go inside the house to get the ball. And the man catches him. He's blind. And he winds up being nice. He gives him another ball to replace the ball that they broke. And the ball is, rather than being signed by the one babe, is signed by the entire team. What? The entire 1927 Yankees and the Great Bambino. 
What am I going to do with this? And you, Adam, do not deserve to be a child of the (laughs) suburbs from the 90s. You just got your suburb cred taken away. Thanks, Don. I watched that movie a hundred times. I just haven't seen it for a long, long time. So now. either you're gonna watch The Lion Guard on Disney Channel. <laughs> anyway, Adam. So you had uh, uh, the next two albums from uh, Man Overboard. I swam in pools in my backyard. <laughs> I did like that. A real American. Mm. Hey, you saw how fat I got in the nineties. <laughs> So anyway, Man Overboard has become a very surprising band to me. Yeah, so you're checking out their second and third album, starting with their self-titled second album. Which came out in September of 2011. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I really... This band, like, grows in your head. Like a... not, Not like a cancer, but like... A welcomed tumor. A welcomed, like a good tumor. A, like good, a good tumor. Kind of tumor. Where you're, at first you're just like, <laughs> I don't like this. This isn't going to ever grow on me. I hate yeah. this. Um, and then you listen to it eight or nine times and you're just like, I can't live without this. Yeah. I never want to hear anything they're, besides this band They're now. a really good band. They're, they're really catchy. Their songwriting is on point. They can get a little cliche at times, but they're, a little they're, bit. they're pretty refined in their music. So I did enjoy... Majority of this album, I believe I gave it an 8 out of 12. Good Some man. of the, the standouts was Rare, the opening track. Uh-huh. Voted Most Likely was a standout track. Yes. Really like the first five of the six songs were the great. Album starts off really good. Punches I, you right away. I enjoyed Spun and uh, didn't really care for uh, Picture Perfect. That was a little like... Ooh, it's about a boy and a girl falling in love with each other. It's so gay. And uh, Night Feelings. I believe I liked that one. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, good album overall. I'm pretty sure I gave it an 8 out of 12. Cool. Really excited to hear that. Then the band apparently disappeared for a little while. And then showed up out of nowhere. Short break. To say, like, hey, we got a new album coming out May 28th, 2013. Mm -hmm. Called Heart Attack. Heart Attack. This one is pretty fucking good. Yeah. I, I can't like say very much poor about this. I do like Heart Attack a lot better than their uh, self-titled. They are a band that gets better and better. It's one of those like first six tracks mm-hmm. are like I enjoy all of this, especially SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. What track is that? Six. Oh yes, great right track. In the middle. Mm, great track. Really good track. Um, I enjoyed Rerun. And Wide Awake, the closing track, oh, is like all yeah, acoustic yeah. Oh, and perfect. I love it. Everything about it. Is just it's so like, cliche to have an acoustic track at the end of your pop punk record, but it's oh, amazing. Not oh, such a good song. So I do enjoy their whole like defend pop punk with the rifles yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing a picture of Dave from Generation Oddcast and your Uncensored Reality mm-hmm. right when they were starting your Uncensored Reality, wearing a defend, defend pop, pop punk, punk yeah. shirt with a giant assault rifle on it. <laughs> just like, was oh, like gay. Like, like that's an interesting shirt. I had no idea it was a man overboard shirt. Yeah. So uh, kudos to Really, Dave. really glad you're enjoying Man Overboard. I'm sure you've already dabbled into their latest album, Heavy I'm Love. three listens into Heavy Love. And yeah, the first two listens, I was just like, oh, this is not growing on me. By the third one, I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling things. I, I need. This is running straight to the penis. Mm. <laughs> Blood rushing. Blood awesome. Rushing. So next week, you're going to give us a full review of uh, Heavy Love. And anything else you bring into the table? Bullet for my Valentine. Actually, we should both do that. Should we OTP that we one We should next OTP week? Venom, the fifth album by Bullet for my Valentine. It's been three listens now. I 
do not have too much favorable to say about it besides a couple of tracks. Well, it was an album that you're very much looking forward to, so I think it deserves... And it was fun to go back and re-listen to them for the first time in two years. And I was like, fucking... The Poison, Scream Aim Fire, and Fever are some of the greatest albums that I feel I have in my iPod. I love those albums so much. What do you think of Temper Temper? Temper Temper (laughs) has got to be one of the worst albums I've ever heard. Wow, I think I gave it a 4 out of 11 on my end of the year and listening to it for the first time in two years now, it's down there. It's Mm. like maybe like a couple of tracks that were were passable. So, Yeah, because it was one of your um, highly anticipated albums of this year, we should... We should definitely put that on the plate. Why not? And the week after that, we'll probably do slaves, right? Slaves next week. I mm. think this is the. I think now we're going to be doing week by week OTPs. OTPs. So I will also be reviewing a half hour of Power by Some Forty One okay. next week, Sweet. as well as the first EP from the Plot in You entitled Wow. Wife you are Beater. crunching all of this in in one week. I know. I got to crunch in a lot of bands before October tenth. That's true. That yeah. is my birthday. And I'll be living in a new house by that day. That is true. Oh my god! Beautiful. We might beautiful have to take a house. couple day, a couple shows off, so that you can get situated, and I can help you move. We will see about that because yeah. there will be OTPing to be done. There must be lots of OTPing. If if if, if anything, we can just come just to OTP the albums, and then and then peace, bro. Okay, I'll let Sounds you do good. your thing. Sounds good to yeah. me. I'm excited. It's going to be good stuff coming up in the near future. Got a future. lot of great shows coming up, uh, and then we got another show that we're going to in October. Yep. Crossing our fingers on that one. So, and, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, we also got a Rise Against Let Live show at the end of November down in San Diego. <gasps> guess who? Guess who's going to be living closer to San Diego come November? Us? Me. You're going to be living as close a, as you always yeah, have. You're just going to be you're going to be living nine miles closer to San Diego. Than I'll be I do. nine miles closer to San Diego than Mike, which yeah. is you're you're probably an hour and a half right now. Hour and a half. So that's, that makes me an hour fifteen. Yeah, when we went to Soma, so you'd be hour fifteen. <laughs> so that'll be kind of cool. And I'll meet you at your house. <laughs> I just again got to clear it with Want Want over here wah, to, my, wah. to my right, but it'll be November. And it'll be cold. Ah, I know. Down in San Diego, it gets cold down there in November. Yeah. El Nino. cold outside. Do you think Jason Butler will remember us? Yes. Cool. We put put a picture of him on Facebook. That's forever. The German and the Asian guy who took a photo in Riverside, California with a homeless guy? Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, guys, uh, please tune in next week and every week right here on the Skinny with Mike and Anna. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Check out our friends at themeltingpod.net. Uh, anything else you want to plug? Before we go, go Cubs. Oh, go. yeah. Congratulations, Cubs. You might actually, so far, so good. You might actually make a movie correct. <laughs> oh, we're getting hoverboards, by the way. Yes, hoverboards are working. They already got power laces going, but only yeah. they made like 30 pairs. They did. And only rappers <laughs> bought them. And <laughs> of course. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm just excited to see how the rest of the season, because next year we're going to be a very good don't team. Don't choke, don't choke, don't choke. We're a choke. very good team this year. I think next year it's going to be uh, pretty awesome. Exactly, man. All right, man. So uh, I, uh, for my co-host Adam, I am your co-host Mike. See you Monday morning. If not, get it.